0: Hello, hello. Hope you're well. How are we doing everybody? Um, Thank you as always for those lovely folk who've come to see me, uh, join me on this actually still kind of light evening which is kind of nice and also thank you for those of you who've told me that you're gonna be listening back. Um, I got some some nice feedback uh, on on this one as in uh, a few of you were quite interested to see what I had to say on it. So hopefully today uh, I can help you sort of provide you with um, some value in terms of, um, managing your, your energy, um, and, and how it is that, that you might want to go about doing that. And, um, hopefully it's useful and something that you can implement. I think this is very much, this is a practical thing. It's not going to be terribly long. Um, but I do want, it's going to be something which in order to get something out of it, you're going to have to go through the process, um, that we're going to go through and actually implement what we're doing rather than just sort of listening and thinking about it. It's very much a practical thing. Okay. So, um i'm gonna be um on the website we're gonna put the uh, the pdf that goes alongside this with it um so if you need any help finding it or other than then just give me a shout but it should be he said fairly obvious um and um and we'll get started right so what it is that i um or well, the reason why i wanted to talk about this in the first place is because something that i'd started to see um a little bit more towards people that had been in the program for a little while and typically people that had made quite a lot of progress um people were starting to it, it seems almost inevitable to me that people sort of get to a point whereby they're making really good progress and eventually things start to um sort of click along a little bit they don't necessarily move as smoothly as they were in the past and things start to look a lot different the same kinds of things sort of come up in terms of objections which is you know motivation starts to drop um and you know things are starting to get in the way things are starting to get a bit overwhelming um and you know it's it's becoming more difficult so what i'm going to be doing is just giving you a framework of how it is that you can overcome it we're going to go into a little bit more detail about exactly what i'm talking about but we're going to come up with a framework that you can use to help to identify your own signals of when your energy is starting to um, is starting to sort of wane a little bit and starting to drop off, so that you can be proactive about it and you can actually get yourself sorted before it becomes a problem. So I very much see this as something which is a um, a sort of a proactive um, thing that you do before you get to the point of burnout, rather than sort of, sort of try to get something out of the point of burnout. I would say if you were at what is officially classed as a burnout point. I'm not the person you want to be talking to at that point. You probably want to be talking to a therapist, or you want to be talking to somebody who's a bit more qualified. This is very much seen as like a preventative measure, um, just to make sure that you're trying to keep your energy at, at top notch at all times. Okay, so um, have you ever had sort of the feeling where you're you're waking up in the morning? I mean, the answer will hopefully will be yes for everybody. You are waking up in the morning and you're thinking to yourself. Um, and this this may be sort of professionally, it may be to do with going to the gym, it may be to do with um anything that you have as a responsibility. I really don't feel like I've got it in me to do this today, right? Um, you're thinking, like, for example, the thought of going to the gym is just really, really sort of it's just like it's the last thing that you need. You feel tired. Um, you know, potentially you're thinking, Oh, should I cancel, should I cancel this, should I cancel that? I don't have the energy with me today. And, you know, I feel like I'm actually getting to the point where my my energy is. Is lacking and kind of all you want to do is sit at home for the day, get under a duvet, watch a bunch of shows that you've already watched 10,000 times already, um, eat some fried chicken or whatever it is that you want to eat and you know all that kind of stuff right okay so I, I would imagine that the answer for that everyone can relate to that feeling right that is a very common thing okay and as far as I'm concerned on the scale of when you're getting to completely burnt out where you're you know, emotionally numb, um, you know, you're fully sort of going into like a, almost like a depressed state and all that kind of stuff. There's, there's a gray scale that runs all the way down to that. And what I want us to be able to do is to be able to identify that early so that we can be at our most sort of productive, creative, energetic, focused, driven, motivated best as much of the time as possible. Okay. So what we're going to do first is we're going to identify what it is exactly that that I'm talking about when we're talking about burnout, right? So the first thing is that feeling of, of exhaustion, right? That would be very, very obvious in the gym. If you're going into the gym and you're, for example, consistently not able to meet what you have done previously or consistently unable to even be progressing, if you're new, you should be progressing every week, then there's a good chance that for one reason or another, you're 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 suffering from, from fatigue and, and exhaustion. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're exhausted from training. It could be that all the stresses in your life, whether that be social stresses, work stresses, family stresses, um, you know, there's there's a huge list. But you know, training and all that kind of stuff that we're adding on as um, as things that you've got to do, it might be the point that these things are adding up to the point where you're actually physically sort of actually getting exhausted, and you're unable to to perform in the gym as well as you you would do normally. You might be, for example, lacking motivation to plan your food properly. You might be thinking, I really just, you know, it's a five minute task. We all know this, but there are weeks where you'll look at it and you'll go, I just don't have the energy to do that. Like, um, or you'll be thinking, uh, I don't have the, the energy to prepare or to shop or to, you know, to do these kinds of things. Um, increased anxiety around training so it might be like you start sort of stressing about what it is that you're going to be doing stressing about what you're going to eat becoming nervous and potentially agitated less fun to be around um you know and defaulting to unhelpful coping mechanisms and for me that would be eating drinking um you know watching stupid tv programs that i shouldn't be watching Uh, going away from, you know, what it is that I should be doing, not necessarily engaging with my work in the same way that I want to. So it's also, you know, professionally ineffective. So, you know, daydreaming, feeling like I'm drifting off when I'm, when I'm in a session with someone, I feel like my mind's wandering. That's a big sign for me that I'm just kind of like, and I'll sit there. I'll be like a minute will have passed and I'll be thinking to myself, hang on a second. I've just completely missed what's going on there for me. That's not, that's not okay. Somebody's paying for me to my attention. Like it's, it's these things that you'll all notice, like you have the same things in your jobs where, you know, you feel like you're not quite there. All of these things are um, are symptoms of what we would call burnout. And these are all things that we're going to explore later on the line because everybody's different. Everybody has their own um, sort of triggers in terms of what it is that they notice about themselves that actually gets them to the point where they're feeling burnt out. And then what it is that we're going to do is we're going to come up with your own coping mechanisms we're gonna we're gonna try and pull pull them all together to give people some inspiration right the last thing is um you know what what is it that makes you more or less likely to struggle with this kind of thing with with this energy management issue right in summary the two things that have been shown to people put people at higher risk are a neurotic personality which doesn't mean neurotic is in your neurotic like people on TV call each other neurotic. It means you're more prone to negative thoughts. You experience negative emotion more intensely than the average person. Um, and having a highly conscientious attitude, okay? Which means that you're somebody who is always on time. You're somebody who is um, a perfectionist, somebody who has very high standards for themselves and other people. Um, people that get pissed off if, if things aren't done properly like uh, that kind of stuff. These these are people who are more likely to to suffer from that feeling of overwhelm, right? And some ideas, just some stuff to think about. Things like, um, this could be, you know, it, depending on whether you're working for other people, you're working for yourself or within your fitness sort of situation. Things like unre- setting unreasonable goals, not setting clear goals. So you don't really know what you want to achieve. You don't have the right support. You've got too much to do. Um, you don't have any coping mechanisms that you can actually deploy. are useful and actually are effective um expecting should be perfection um a lack of balance with fun and rest time and and people pleasing so all of these things are things that you want to watch out for and what i'd like you to do is just take a second um before we go into this um this next stage and just think about if any of those are particular hot buttons for for you um and what it is that you might be able to do to to fix that right so for example you might be getting unreasonable time pressure from a boss or something there is only so much you can do about that but there's always things that you can do within your own sphere of influence which you can change to actually help give yourself the slack it doesn't need to be perfect we just want to make sure that there's not so much that it becomes it becomes overwhelming okay so you know what what way if in order to allow space in one area of your life you may need to pull back in another area of your life if you have a very very demanding work life you probably don't want to be setting very very demanding health and fitness goals at the same time you want to be a bit more realistic about it so it's that it's that kind of that kind of attitude okay um before we jump into it what we need to do what we're about to do is we're going to essentially assess the risks of what's going on we're going to be looking at the different areas in which you might potentially have warning signs and then what we're going to be doing is we're going to be coming up with some ideas in terms of what it is that one we you i whatever should be doing in order to help to move up and down right this will be a personal thing i'm going to do it as um as uh, a group thing um because i think that'll be useful especially for people watching it back um but the the main thing that I want you to be doing is just thinking about all of these things. So for example, quick one, um, when you note, when do you notice that your energy is dipping, you know, the way that you're talking to yourself, what are the words you're saying to your head? How are you around the other people? Um, what kinds of things do you delve into? Do you delve into food or drink or comfort sort of TV or, you know, tidying or whatever it is you're going to do? Do you, do you lose the, the quality of your environment drop? So for example, you know does the house get messy when you're struggling do you, do you engage in certain behaviors so do you for example i don't know uh well there's times i've kind of mentioned that these are kind of overlapping but do you do you engage in things like again like a, like either obsessive cleaning or do you procrastinate or do you you know that kind of thing do you, do you let your health drop um does your health start to drop so do you start to get things like cold sores, colds. Acne, like when you start to let go, do, you, do your self care drop off? Do you stop getting haircuts, girls? Do you stop putting makeup on? Do you start worrying about where what clothes you're wearing Do a desires? There's so many things that you can that can affect you. So what I want you to do um, is to actually start thinking about what that is, um, and what we're going to do, or what I'm going to do now, um, is to um, just share my screen. Um, on here, and hopefully we should seamlessly
1: transition uh, between this
2: one and this one. Ta-da. Right. So then what we do is that comes up. He said. Why does it not come up? It's up on my thing. <laughs> oh, it's there.
0: Oh, perfect. Cool. Right. Nice. So and this is this is where you come in people. So um, what I want you to do is I want you to, we're going to start with the green section. So we're going to be thinking about this as like a traffic light system. Okay, so green is good. Green is where we're happy. Green is where we're feeling confident. Green is where we want to be all the time. Okay um red is bad red is pathological as in red red is the point at which we don't really ever want to get to right amber is the bit that we slip into when things start to go downhill right so what we're going to do is we're going to do green we're going to run through that first then we're going to do red we're going to run through that second and then amber we're going to kind of fill it in at the be- at, in the middle to work out what's going on okay so what i'd love you to do um and if you would prefer. You can um, address me uh, privately on the chat. So you can just click. Instead of clicking to everyone, you can click me. So it doesn't necessarily have to be everyone seeing what you've written. Um, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some stuff in as well. So I'm going to fill it out. But I'm, gonna, I'm looking for some extra input wherever possible. Um, and I want you to write in. So when you, what words would you use to describe um, when, you're, when you're winning, right? So have a little think get into the chat i'm going to start plopping some stuff in and i'll i'll start us off so i would start with when i'm winning i'm feeling
2: creative i'm feeling interested i'm feeling i'm i'm planning okay
1: um feel free to drop something into the
2: chat and um, I'm feeling I'd say motivated is a good one. Um training consistently. Okay. Confident. Proactive. These are all good. This bit's the easy bit, isn't
1: it? Um Happy. Okay. Um, And that's what we're feeling. Present. Nice. Okay. So what is it that, well,
2: okay. I like that. Autonomic. Is it good words? Driven. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. So
1: what I'd like now is when you're
0: in green, the goal is to, um, is to stay green. Okay. So what is it that you need to do for yourself when you're feeling good to keep yourself feeling good? And I'm going to open up with what for me is the most important one, which is plan rest. Okay, because I have a habit of when I'm feeling good, of waking up at five o'clock in the morning, starting working, and then still working at, about half a eight when Tash gets home, and uh, doing that for four or five days in a row, getting to Friday, and then going, oh, because I haven't stopped. So I think that's a big one. Planning in
1: rest, and um, I would say journaling.
2: It's a good one. Planning. Yeah. Let's see. Water, yeah. Good food. Inconsistent. Okay. Right. Reflection and review
1: is a good one. High before E, Jeff,
0: and being mindful, so practicing mindfulness, actually that's, a, that's another one, is what I need to do, is meditation to actually have, that kind of comes the same thing, so reflection, review, mindfulness, meditation, kind of taking stock of, of what's going on, yeah? Um, okay, if, unless anyone has anything else to add into that, then we'll leave that one there. Um,
1: the next level that we're going to attack is right at the bottom, okay? Now,
0: as I said before, if you'd rather post this to me privately, feel free. Um, otherwise, feel free to drop it in. So when I'm burnt out, I would
1: say I am apathetic, probably. potentially nihilistic.
2: Self-doubt. Tired. I might go as far as to say exhausted for that one. Depressed, sort of low mood. We get the idea the, um, yeah, that's a good one.
1: Lack of concentration, a bit scatterbrained, and then probably some guilt associated with that. Focus, low focus. That's good inefficient like it there we go right so
0: in order to get out of that red zone as obviously we've said already everybody's different right so this isn't necessarily a one-size-fits-all but to be honest with you once you get to the point of being completely burnt out and completely losing the plot I would say from a well we'll, we'll think about it from a personal perspective.
1: From a training perspective, I would say reduce training intensity.
0: If you're burnt out, you shouldn't be going and doing long runs and lifting huge weights and trying to do all that kind of stuff. So probably just going to sort of walking.
1: I'd be saying things like taking time off. Allowing yourself the space to actually, you know, get yourself back to where you need to be.
2: Sleep. Rest. So, stretching. I would say things like light exercise. And then also, I would say, do something fun.
1: You know, it doesn't all have to be, uh, potentially do something fun or do something different.
0: And um, Find yourself a position, you know, it might be
1: potentially, you know, you need to get some, get some therapy, you know, talking to loved ones. All that kind of stuff. So if you're getting to the point where you're feeling really,
0: really burnt out, really like losing the plot, you kind of just need to switch off for a bit. And I think the thing that they always say, it's a bit like there's the old meditation adage, you know, if you don't have time to meditate for 10 minutes a day, you should meditate for an hour. It's um it's probably the same kind of thing. The same kind of people that are going to say I don't have time to take time off means you, you probably need to more than more than you think. So that's if you're if you're in a position where you're, you know, you're you're slightly losing it, or well, not slightly losing it, you're you're very much losing it. So, we now have the top position where we are creative, we're interested, planning, motivated, training consistently, confident, proactive, happy, present, autonomic, and driven. And then we've got the bit in the middle, or the bit at the bottom, where we think we're apathetic, we're nihilistic, you're full of self doubt, tired, exhausted, depressed, low mood, lack of concentration, guilt, low focus, and inefficient. We have that point in the middle, okay, and that point in the middle is actually what I think is the most important bit, because this is where lots of people live, is in this middle point between brief periods of feeling really good, brief periods of feeling really bad, and then kind of that tolerable middle ground, um, or... People that are people that are, you know, good most of the time, but find that they, they lack that consistency because they keep dropping into that, that amber zone and they keep sort of falling off. And they'll take a couple of weeks, two, three weeks off, something like that, and then they'll come back in. And it could be a short thing, could be a long thing. Maybe that was the wrong thing to say, but it's kind of it's dipping in and out. OK, without really ever going too far out, they're dipping in and out of that amber zone. So when you feel and this is a difficult thing to think because you've got to try and define it differently. From how you defined when you're in that red zone. So, how would you define differently when you're you're slipping off the out of the green zone into that sort of amber zone versus how you feel when you're going to the red zone? What would you say is the difference? Okay, so for me, and have a little think about it, um, and stick something. Um, if you have any good ones, stick it into the chat, and I'll um, I'll add it in. Okay, so when I'm slipping, I would feel like, for
1: example. I might feel slightly under the weather, is what I'd call it. I can't spell. Well, can't write. I think it's more the point. Sort of under the weather. Um, probably a bit overwhelmed. Too many tasks. Too many things to do. Can't Or thinking about.
2: Actually, that's no, a better way of feeling. less enthusiastic
1: and not or rather how do we put this wanting
2: to avoid social situations so that kind of thing
1: okay
0: so other things so for example i'm sure we all feel like you know you have a really long week of work and then you've got to go out on a friday or you're going to see something and you feel like it's not so much that you don't want to go it's more this question of and this is just something that's to me it's kind of like a oh you know i could do with the night off i could actually i could do with just a bit of a break um one of the voice actually, so we've got things like less control and that might be less control around eating you might be noticing that things have started to come off i think um messy house, is a big one losing control in that front um losing control in terms of um planning so less planning you start to go off plan and then you just leave it and it just kind of spirals
2: procrastination i'm not going to fit that in there am i never fear um during the day less in control just to do so everything feels
0: like okay So more that kind of thing. Um, And if we go back to, I actually can't see it now. So things like environment, things like, so so for example, it might be um,
1: uh, delaying self-care. So not worrying too much about that. It might be sort of relationships are starting to suffer. Might be a bit snappy.
2: less patient. Um, it could be negative self-talk. I think that's a good cover of things
1: Okay. And so this is now kind of the the
0: critical point in terms of how it is that we're going to fix this. So how is it, what is it that that and obviously, I'm just giving you an overview of some things. Yours will be, will be will be specific to you. Um, What is it that you need to do in order to get out of that amber zone? So now you can identify these are the triggers. And this is where journaling is really useful because you have that moment of reflection. You know, how was I today? Was I thinking, you know, was did I let the house get messy? Did I have less planning? Did I feel like I wanted to sit on the sofa all day? Did I feel like I was, you know, snappy with my significant other was myself talk negative like these kinds of things what do you need to do in order to get back to winning okay so i would say things like movement is a good one that doesn't necessarily mean doing lots of training it just means getting outside and i might say movement or sunlight is probably another good one okay i would say making sure that prioritization is there because we're all guilty of writing long to-do lists with lots of things that aren't necessarily the most important things that need to be done now. They're not as important as us having that sort of wonderful green state of mind. We need to prioritize getting back to that green state of mind before we can then start thinking about the long to-do list. What's the priority? Okay. What do I actually need to do in order to get there and how can I make it work for myself?
1: Prioritization. Um, yeah, exactly. So
2: picking easy wins. Yeah, being realistic about what's possible,
1: and that's the thing is that's that's it's hard to do if you are a professional. and this is why being a perfectionist
0: is something that is likely to work against you in these situations, because it's very difficult to allow yourself the space to not be perfect. And it's something I find that I say to you lot a lot is, is things like, it's not necessarily, I have to be the one that says, you know, you have to do it. It's more of a question of it's okay if you don't do it, because it is okay if you don't do it.
1: It's not okay if you don't do it all the time, but most of the time, that's not the
2: problem. So things like, Positive affirmations. That's it. I would say. Yeah. Taking time for fun yeah reviewing
1: goals that's true so reviewing goals and helping yourself to
0: actually get to that point where you know exactly what it is that's important it's kind of the same thing it's all kind of on the same kind of theme here right it's about clearing out what's 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 there it's clearing out the clutter it's actually refocusing your mind and it's getting yourself to a point where you can be productive start to win again start to get yourself feeling confident start to get yourself feeling rested um and um yeah and then actually at that point you can then move yourself back into that green zone where you're probably a little bit more resilient to stress okay um and so that's it so this is this is what i would suggest if you're ever And I think everybody should go through this process on their own at least once with their own, um, their own essentially sort of symptoms and remedies. And I think also it'd be a good idea, especially if those close to you, I think it'd be a good idea to go through those as well. Because the fact of the matter is, is that if somebody in the house is aware of what's going on, so you are, so you could say, you know, I'm feeling like my head's starting to slip a little bit, having that awareness is going to be helpful but also it means that that it can become more something that you're working on together and I think it's the more that you can you can get this you can get this aligned in your household that the the better it's likely to be okay so that is is the roadmap and that's what we want to do so hopefully um I've given you some um sort of some stuff to think about and um yeah and hopefully we have given you some tools that you can use to help to make sure that you're more consistent. So the whole point of this is that we're we're trying to get you to a point where you are more resilient, more able to handle the the stresses and the strains, and ultimately more able to consistently make progress in the right direction um, and get the results you really want to get to, okay? So of course, if you have any questions, um, then then let me know. Um, We'll be sticking around for a chat now and um, and then uh yeah look forward to seeing you all very soon um, thanks very
2: much i'm just gonna i think i'll finish it there he said how do we stop recording it's now recording on my tablet